0: Last time on Generationally Speaking, we talked about marriage. Oh, that's right. And we walked through some purity. Yeah. We walked through divorce. Yep. We talked about the generational differences in their approach to marriage. And we found that your generation um, got married early. Got married early. It was like eighteen to twenty two was you know yeah anything past twenty two was sp- abnormal you
1: yeah past yeah. twenty two you weren't getting married
0: yes, and then we also uh, found that your generation likes you got married for consistency and for uh what was the word it was um I don't remember my generation got married for happiness, right? Am I thinking about that right?
1: Maybe I'm trying to think of the pleasure, word. Pleasure,
0: happiness, like because we wanted, and it was the same idea with careers, where your generation likes consistent careers, you, consistent you stick paycheck, it out, no matter what. My generation tends to like happy, like careers that make them happy, make them feel good, and that they feel like they're, and they'd rather wait longer to get married until they find the right one. Wow. Versus, so that was last um, Thursday night, or two weeks ago. And that was episode one of our season. Yeah. So, so welcome to yeah, it was recap. episode
1: two and season number three. I can't believe we've been doing this it's for three, three years.
0: Well, yes. Has it been three years? Two and a half. That's
1: what it says right here. I'm just going well, what you wrote on the paper for me. I, mean, I don't remember at all. There's <laughs> no, I don't have a clue. You said that
0: so confidently. Well, it's
1: because I said it right there. It's I'm true. trusting you. It's
0: true. All yeah, right. Season all right.
1: three, episode two. So there you go. Well, yeah, season three, but not
0: like year three. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Finish your intro. Have you noticed that we're losing viewers? <laughs> we have f- we have four on each on each platform. We're up to eight. Oh man! All right, carry well, on.
1: welcome everybody. Generationally speaking, hey, season three, episode two. There you go. My name is Brad. I'm the lead pastor. One of the teaching pastors here, and this to my right is my good friend Jordan Chitwood, who's a millennial. I'm your good friend. My good friend it says so right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It does not. You can't add that to every single I know, one. I know, I know. Hey, no. but hey, we are really glad that you're here and joining us tonight. Uh, like we said, last week we talked about marriage. Tonight we're going to take it up a notch.
1: We are taking it up a notch.
0: And we're going to be talking about something that um, could create some tension, and, will create and, some and tension. And probably will,
1: yeah. Yeah. No question.
0: And the whole heart of Generationally Speaking, what we, how we decided to rebrand for Season 3 was we wanted to be able to create a safe place for us to wrestle with topics that a lot of individuals don't necessarily have a platform to wrestle with right and because we have the respect for each other and the relationship we are able to have these tough conversations about topics that you can't necessarily have and what we
1: wanted to do is look at these things through the 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 filter if you will of our own generations yes being a boomer yep and you being a millennial and 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 so just look at these and say how do we approach these how do we think about these and, and full disclosure okay before full we disclosure. get started jordan actually laid this this whole outline on my desk and i'm looking through it and and it 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 brought some tension into me and and it was mm-hmm. hilarious because you walked into my office mm-hmm. and and said well let's just talk through this a little bit and we started talking through it and and i got really frustrated yeah and to the point that you said brad take a deep breath <laughs>
0: yes it was hilarious
1: and Mm -hmm. i honestly didn't feel bad but we we calmed down at well we didn't you were all calm calm.
0: (laughs) i was talking Brad. off yeah i I was was on the
1: ledge and he's thinking i don't think we're gonna be able to do this tonight there's just no way many
0: times i said do we need to change
1: no 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 we can get through this and and so we did we started talking through it and again it's the same thing we've been talking about in all these things there's this middle of the road Place that we got to, mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll get there tonight, and hopefully yeah. you'll see some of that. Yeah, that that we actually agreed on so much that yep. it was inconsequential the other stuff. But I let, I let that 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 culture preconceived. Right, I would even say some political stuff come into my mind right. that caused this barrier, and that's what we're going to try to get through in all of these things that we're. we're Talking about yep, is how do topics. we do that? And you did an amazing job of of saying, "Hey, no, hold oh, so <laughs> You know, you're yeah. So, so there you go.
0: Well, hey, so Brad looks good and green, just like Trevor. That's from there Courtney. You go. This um, is all yes, Courtney. absolutely. So tonight, yep. what we're going to be talking about is the social justice movements, um, and really, the, mostly the phrase "social justice." Right. And we're going to be talking about. We're going to start out just to give you the roadmap for tonight. We're going to start out looking at generational. Um, well, first, we're going to define social justice. And then going to walk through some examples of it, then generational differences and how you appro- how we approach social justice, the phrase, the movements and whatnot from Boomer and Millennials. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about how as Christ followers and as the church, um, should we respond to... And so, to sure, me, that's the sure. interesting
1: thing because that's where, when we got to that point, we finally, at least for myself, I, I dropped down a little bit of the defenses and said, "Okay, yeah, we agree on 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 this." Yep. And so that you know, hopefully, Absolutely. that's where we'll get to tonight.
0: Yes. And so just to uh, give you kind of a definition that is from Oxford Languages again, what we want to try to do is use how culture is defining it, and yeah. then how should the church define? it. And
1: here's it. the thing: um, even when you're trying to define the, this this whole word of social justice is you could ask 10 different people and get 10 different. Yep. So this is the one that we are using tonight. Yep. Um, Cause you can find some that are, are, are more radical. You can find some that are, are much more on the other end. So, so I, yeah, so go ahead.
0: Right. So this isn't a perfect definition. This is just one that, you know, was from a scholarly source. So we felt comfortable using it and it is social justice movement is a movement which seeks justice and equality for all in terms of the distribution of wealth. Opportunities and privileges within a society. Further instructed that our awareness of issues must propel us to take actions on issues if we seek social justice. There are some
1: people freaking out right now.
0: Yeah, and um, there's some words within that definition that, as you and I were walking through and whatnot, that created some of the tension. Right. And so, words like the equality the, or eq- the wealth.
1: The quality and distribution of wealth. Right. And yeah. so, and, 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 and those that's, are, And that's the hot buttons.
0: Right. 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 And so, that's part of what we're going to look at tonight. Here are some examples of the biggest social issues from 2020. Uh, you've got ro- voting rights, ageism, racial discrimination. What's ageism? Uh, like the idea of you're either too old to work or too young to work in different areas and stuff. So, like, you're outdated and gotcha. all of that stuff and whatnot. Um, healthcare, climate change, immigration, income gap... Gun violence, hunger and food insecurity. We're going to take each forward.
1: one of these and just, you know, d- dive deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, but those are some of those uh, topics that lead the social justice movement yeah. um, and then different organizations within each one. Right,
1: right. And and coming from a, a boomer perspective, and, and that's why I said when we, we walked through that definition, the two words that jumped out at me was that equity and, and distribution of wealth. Right. And so I think that's where my generation starts backing up and saying, now, hold on, let's you know – we need to even really dive further into what that actually means. Right. And so that's where we start getting this whole pushback of now, hold up, This is why uh, someone my age would say, yeah, this social justice thing is not going in the right direction.
0: Right. And,
1: and they go down that road. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And
0: what you and I had talked about um, in the office, when we were looking, walking through the tension was your generation has 30 to 50 more years of political baggage or experience Correct. that my generation, that I don't have. So that's why I had asked when I, I had asked you when we were talking through the differences, I'm like, okay, well when did you start to see the tension in whatever area we were looking at right. start to arise? We we're like, well, let's Google. It was back in the eighties. 1980. In Like, well, yeah, I wasn't alive back then. Right. And so it, that's part of the conversation is, and why it's so cool that we're able to have this discussion is we have to recognize that, your generation has lived through more and not to say that that means you're wiser. It just means there's more experience there. And so right. there's more and,
1: and we've seen it and we've seen more history of, right. of what some of that, that happens and, yeah. and what the outcome of, of some of that is. Sure. And again, you know, I think people from my generation look at that as, as you know, th- this is where we're heading and, and here's one step that goes to the next step, goes to the next step and goes right. the next step. And, and as we continue to talk, um, your opinion wasn't wasn't OK. That's what I'm trying to get to. Right. And I think, you know, my was saying, hey, but that's where it leads to. Right. And so there there's that hesitancy from us saying, sure. yeah, there's a, there's a problem here.
0: Right. And so, Brad, why don't you walk us through some of the generational differences in response to social justice?
1: Ask me that again. <laughs>
0: Brad, why don't you walk us through okay. the generational oh, differences and okay. response to social justice? Very good.
1: <laughs> and here's the funny thing: as, as you made this comment, I'm trying to stay on track. It's just know, my mind. My, my mind is shot. Hey, you're okay. um, that some of this actually started in our generation.
0: Yeah, a lot of it. Did. A lot of
1: it. You know, and and we look back at the the hippie movements and stuff in the '60s <laughs> and what have you. You know, and and but it is. It's one of those things yeah. that we started realizing. Hey, there's there's some issues that need to be straightened out. Mm-hmm. And I would argue that there are issues that need to be straightened out. Right. And, and there's no question about that. And, and so I think that's where the the tension builds. And, and if someone from my generation is saying, well, yeah, everything's just perfect. Well, no, it's not perfect. We know know there's some things that that have to go on. Right. But yeah, we've got to do that in that grace and, and, and understanding and and walking through some of that. But again, I think, I think some of the areas that, that we look at or my generation will look at is, is, um, you you define it as capitalism, I you know that has turned into another buzzword and another mm. you know, problem, but a free market type of deal, mm. where individuality is is more important than than um, government control, so to speak, and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, big government versus not big government things like that. So that's that's part of where that whole thing goes.
0: Right, and so that was part of so like one of the biggest differences was um, well you we already listed two actually. One is. Um, the first one you said, most boomers uh, think that younger generations are taking things too far, too far. Okay. Yeah. And then the second one is that most boomers see it as hindering social justice movements or socialism or uh, different areas that lean more left are hindering towards either capitalism, free market, independence, Correct. and the distribution of wealth concept and all of that fun stuff. Right.
1: And and here's what I think the thing that I would say that. Uh, that is interesting is you take the word social out of the whole movement and mm-hmm. just say, let's talk about justice. Right. Now we can, now we can actually start talking at least in, from my generation. Sure. Viewpoint. Sure. You know, you throw that word in. And again, it's, it's one of those trigger words, that, mm-hmm. you know, here it is. And, and this is what this means. And, and, and in some cases I think that's true. And in some cases I think it is not true. Mm. And, and we, we start broadcasting on to, it's younger generation millennials gen z's what have you of of you don't know what what course you're going on to right so yeah right so So that's that's some of the
0: perspectives from the boomer generation what we see with the millennial generation and this is a quote um uh, that i'm going to read here it is from the pew research center says social justice has become a part of everything millennials do the case and achieve report found that millennials social justice views often manifest into their daily activities affecting the way they eat the things they buy and how they spend their free time for example and this is one that has i've struggled with uh, i think that
1: uh, we're gonna have a conversation about this right. coming up
0: so i have uh, so for example um individuals who have friends a part of the millennial generation who haven't set foot in or near a chick-fil-a in years because of the company's anti-same-sex marriage leanings. And so that was end quote from uh, Pew Research quoting Case and Achieve reports. Um, and so what we've noticed, again, your generation started a lot of the different fights for equality. Mm-hmm. It really did. Yeah. Um, and then the where some of the pushback has come is that my generation has taken the reins and then taken the reins way too far in different areas and stuff. Um, and so that's kind of where you see the differences. Both, though... Care about people, Correct. right, and both care about
1: and I think human I think rights. that's and that's where I would say that some of the disconnect comes in is that people on both sides would argue that the other people don't care about people, right, and I just don't think that's true right, that coming from a different perspective, coming from a different way a different mindset thinking, mm-hmm. yeah, are we going to get there the same way? probably not, but I, I do believe that both people care, and I think there are some in both areas that don't care for people. Oh, sure. That there are some people that...
0: It's all about me or... Correct. My life, my safety, my whatnot. Correct. But when you really boil down to it, that's there's fewer people like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: but unfortunately, because of media and we've talked about this in our Chasing God's Heart series, the media seeks to divide, and so they'll take one case, and that'll be widespread.
1: And and I would argue this, and, and we haven't talked, a, we talked a little bit about this, but, and again, I think in the culture and society, especially coming from, we're going to talk about this from a, a church aspect, from a Jesus follower aspect, is you got to understand that who wants us divided? Right. So again, we are not, Fighting each other. Yep. We are fighting the principality and powers that we cannot see. Right. And and so we allow that to happen. Absolutely. And so and I believe the media on both sides is guilty of this.
0: Yeah. And and because it gets clicks, it makes money, it yep. sells ads and yep. stuff. Absolutely. And, and that's what's disheartening. So for um, just a you know an example, you probably saw uh, with the George Floyd protests. Yep. Um, the media went on and on about all the riots across the country, but when you looked at the data. 93% of the protests were peaceful. Yeah. And 7% were, you know, violent and whatnot right. and had arrests. And, yeah. and, but all we saw for months was the violence and the riots. Right. And, you know, and,
1: and then even to the point of you from the other side is you'd see someone standing in front of a building that's burning and people running around, riding in there saying, these are mostly peaceful protests. And thinking, right. Have you seen what's going on behind you? Right. You know, and so you can make the argument on either side. Mm-hmm. And anybody's, really sane would say, even if you were upset about, about the, the destruction of things, you'd say, yeah, you know, most of them were peaceful. Right. And the ones who were saying, well, no, they were peaceful, were going to say, you know what? Yeah, there there was some stuff that just, that was uncalled for. Right. And again, that's that middle road, is looking at the facts and saying, yeah, this is what what really happened. Right. And and so we look at the side that we want to to portray oh, and absolutely. say, oh, well, here's the proof, you know? Yeah. And, absolutely. And again, it, it the truth is somewhere in the middle.
0: Right. And so we've walked through... Different data. We've walked through some different generational approaches to social justice. The term, the movements. Um, Again, there's so many different organizations, and a lot of people love the phrase social justice, and a lot of people, you know, separate themselves from the phrase social justice. But
1: But, okay, but where do we agree on this stuff?
0: Right, and that's and that's
1: that's where we got to get to. And even in our office today, that's that's where we finally got to. But you know, we realized that our hearts were actually connected in in what the outcome that I think both of us really, really wanted. Right. And and I think if we can get to that point, then we can have these conversations. We're not going to agree on everything, mm-hmm. but we can get to the, con- the thing that this is what we're trying to get to. Now, how do we get there mm-hmm. is another conversation that we can have.
0: Mm-hmm. But And what we've talked about even in all of our tension sermons is we don't think we can get there without Christ. Absolutely. And that's the heart of all of these issues, social issues or um, church issues. The whole world, like that's part of the whole idea of, you know, Second Corinthians five seventeen of Christ, you know, new creation. All those who are a part of Christ are a new creation, reconciling themselves back to God and, and then to and others. And without
1: that foundation, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing. You can't and get so,
0: reconciled. so, why we wanted to start tonight talking about the tension, then talking about the generational differences, is all to say, most of those, not all of them, but most of those are culture related. And as the church, we have to in a sense redefine right. what does social justice look like for us, but then also just saying, what does that mean for us? Like yeah. how is the church do we approach these social issues that are around the world, whether it's with health insurance, immigration, race, ageism, whatever social issue you're talking about, it should still be an approach from God.
1: Because because God still wants justice. Right. No matter what. And right. and let me beat up on some boomers for a little bit.
0: You're going to beat up on some boomers? Yeah, and, and also There's beat up no on my here. generation. <laughs> wow.
1: And also beat up on the church a little bit. Wow. Because we had this conversation, I think it's— Max
0: a, viewership right here, 10. Oh, wow. I
1: mean. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is, this is to me, where the rubber meets the road, is the mm. church ought to be the place— no
0: idea what that means. <laughs> You're such a millennial. I'm just like thinking of the ducks in a row still that he said earlier.
1: (laughs) I can't remember what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. The church ought to be the one leading this issue of of justice and and what have you. Now, with that said, here's what I would say is that our generation says, you know, we don't want the government involved because they're going to screw everything up and and what have you. And I would agree with that, but the government's had to step in because the church hasn't. Mm Mm-hmm. Because the church hasn't been the place. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we well, we want people to be taken care of, but I'm not mm-hmm. willing to give up my own money
0: mm-hmm. to give
1: the church. And we've talked about this. Churches around the world, what's what's the going rate for for tithing or, or what have you? I think it's since like, COVID,
0: it's like 2.8. 2, 2.8%. Before COVID, it was like 3.1 and or most 3.3. Church, and most
1: churches, even small churches, if, if people would, would actually say, you know what, we're going to get behind the church, we're going to... Mm-hmm. We're going to go do the, do our thing and, and, and do what God is calling us to do, which is, you know, if you want to have an argument about 10%, whatever, or, or just give out of our generosity, the church would be able to give tens, yep. maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars. And
0: If the church individual, was being the church. And the
1: individual church. Yep. If the church was being the church, That's we good. wouldn't be having this discussion. Right.
0: Right. And... I don't know if you remember this, one of the first sermons I ever did, I talked through this concept of, and it was based on data from 2017, but if the church, if every Christian gave 10%, which, again, we can talk about that number, but right. even if we gave the Old Testament command of 10%, right. then we could end world hunger. Yep. We could end uh, the global water crisis. All of these Everything. different things, education.
1: Yep. It's we'd be we'd be finding ways to get rid of money mm-hmm. and 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 helping the poor and helping people get back on their feet and and it would be going through and that's what Jesus called us to do from the very beginning, right? And and separated, right? The church from from government.
0: So whether you're yeah, so whether. You- Whatever your view is on the response of how should the government step in and on these issues, right. that's not what we want to focus on for the no. rest of this. That's not the heart of this message. We just outlined how you know different generations view different support and then social issues. And, and why there's some division and why there's, and, some, and why there's some, some
1: anger and some tension and, and what Right, have you.
0: and we, yeah. we made clear the tension, but... Now we are saying very firmly that the solution is Christ. Absolutely, the solution is Christ's church. The church, you know, the church. The church being the church, and we hear
1: that phrase all the time: "Be the church, church. be the church, Mm -hmm. be the church." It's not a place we meet. It's not a place we gather. It's 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 a movement, right? And that's it's ecclesia. It's what Jesus started at the very beginning. And if you go back to Acts and you you look at it, who doesn't want to be at a church like that? Right. No one had any needs.
0: Yep. They took care of each other. Took care of each other. Absolutely. I mean, Paul, he was uh, gifted. Um, oh, what's the letter he's writing? He's writing a letter, I believe, to hmm, the Galatians, maybe. I can't remember. He's writing a letter and he says, This church sent me uh, my needs and whatnot. None of the other churches were, you know, caring for me, but you, I can't remember what letter it is anyway. But Paul was being funded in his ministry. Jesus was being funded by his disciples and the women. Um and, and women and the women and women. I know. Yeah.
1: And uh, so another touchy subject. I know.
0: And so you got all of this situation. Um, but at the end of the day, man, if you're passionate as a Christ follower about any of any social issue, any social situation, be the church. Yep, it takes up. You don't have to. You don't. I mean, you it's can, not
1: someone else's responsibility, right?
0: And so you can, no, it's
1: not the government's responsibility. It's our responsibility as the church. Exactly. And
0: you can take again. You can vote. You know the way you want. You can take the political stances you want, and all of those things. But at the end of the day, if you are a follower of Christ. And be the church right and this is how we as crossbridge view what that looks like Matthew 25 40 one of my favorite verses says Jesus quoting whatever okay. you do for the least of these you've done for me you've done for me
1: yeah and and then they go on and and when but when did we see you right you know well when did we see you in jail when did we see you in thirsty when did we see you in need when did we see you without clothes right when you saw anybody else anyone it's anyone else' just in need. like if Jesus was and yeah. if that doesn't there's something wrong if, if that mm-hmm. doesn't bother you.
0: That's a touchy subject. Isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. That hurts. Yes. Um, I wore my hashtag #adshirt yes. pursue, and this is a fr- these are phrases we've talked about for the last couple years yep. since revolution yeah. of, for us how we view how we should approach social issues is pursuing the least, yep. which is anyone in poverty. Yep. Pursuing the lost, anyone far from God. Pursuing the lonely, anyone who's experiencing grief or suffering and the pursuing the forgotten anyone who's experiencing oppression and that could be across the board across the board and honestly those four things the least the lost the lonely and the forgotten you've heard us preach about it and probably never even associated those are social issues
1: that's exactly you know
0: because we don't we've redefined it we've said this is what the church should be right is pursuing these four and all areas really right. but that's how we approach these touchy subjects exactly
1: and and i think sometimes what we do is is we have this expectation of how those things play out. And sure. again, if we bring it back to ourselves how, how, how is God calling me to, to pursue the least? How is God calling me to pursue yep. the lost? How is God calling me to pursue the lonely, the forgotten? Mm-hmm. Yep. Because and, and, sometimes we, we don't think, well, it it's, it's all this general thing out here right? and I'm expecting someone else. I'm expecting my church to do this. I'm expecting sure, my government yeah, agency yeah, yeah. to do this. I'm expecting, but how is God calling me to mm-hmm. do this?
0: And part of, I think too, and this is where I've seen a lot of pushback in some of these areas too as Christians say, "Well, I'm just not passionate about it." And that that phrase like drives me crazy. That that saying, like, why should I worry about immigration or racial justice or uh, those in poverty or those experiencing human trafficking because I'm just not passionate about it. But
1: here but here is here's a question for you that okay. that, that bo- I don't say it bothers me, but there's so much. Right. And there's so much to be passionate about. There's so much that need, needs – where do you go from there?
0: Right. So, I mean, because we're in a generation
1: yeah. that, that because of the news, because of social media, because of everything, we know everything that's going on everywhere. Mm-hmm. Haiti just had, had the earthquake. Mm-hmm. And so there's, there's so much going on. How do you do it all?
0: Right. And I don't think it's about doing it all.
1: Exactly. Okay.
0: What I would say and what I was hitting at is don't use not being passionate to say no. Right. Right. If God is calling you to do something, whether you're passionate about it or not, then do it. But at the end of the day, there's, you know, it's like do for one what you wish you could do for, for everyone. everyone. You're like there's, there's I'm passionate about.
1: Say, say that again, because I think that another pastor, Andy Stanley, actually sa- said this.
0: Just the do for one part? Yeah. Yeah, the do for one what you wish you, wish you could do, could do, do for, for everyone. Because you
1: can't do it for everyone. Can't do it all. But there's somebody in your life.
0: Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and don't use not being passionate about, don't use... Uh, What's the way of, I was about to use a double negative. All I was hitting at before was don't use the excuse. I'm just not passionate to not do what God's called you to do.
1: And yeah. And my guess is there is something there that you're, Oh sure, that 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 hurts your heart. Sure,
0: oh yeah, and and even if it's not one of the hot button social issues, you know, like find your thing that God has called you, be the best, you know, coffee buyer ever and Mm -hmm. buy people coffee. I don't know. That's I mean, that's a really cheesy thing, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like we make these. We might be turned off because of what we see um, in the news and all these organizations, and 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 so you get
1: mad at okay. Again, let's go back to the generation thing. Mm -hmm. My generation of. Of saying, well, yeah, this social thing, a justice thing, is, but we know there's truth behind it. Right. We know there's hurting people. Sure. We know there's people that need a leg up. There, there We know there's people that. are... Yeah, are, I
0: mean, your generation started. That's what I was exactly. saying. Your generation kicked. So there's someone out there.
1: So don't because I don't agree with everything that this younger generation is doing. Stop you from doing something to somebody you can.
0: See, that's another topic of. What we talked about in our "Chasing God's Heart" series—don't allow one thing you disagree with to shut off yep. everything about it. Absolutely, you know. And even when we were talking about defining social justice today in our meeting, you know, again we could pull up fifteen definitions, and each one's different, right? You know, but so many people hear social justice, they become triggered by it, right? Upset by it, and
1: they shut off, and they, they shut put off, and up?
0: assume that this person they're talking to is thinking. The same definition that they're upset about.
1: And again, it goes back to what <laughs> we've been trying to do as a staff and a leadership here is ask the questions. Yes. And that's exactly what you did. You said, well, yeah. hold it. Why why is this making you feel that way? Right. And, and it de-escalated everything that we we're talking about. And we got to a point that, mm-hmm. oh, yeah,
0: this is where we agree. Yeah, because when, when I noticed your tension in my mind, because I had the thing in my mind, I'm like – I don't understand why he's up, you know, upset, up struggling with this because yep. I had one thing in my mind, you had something in your mind, they were completely different, C- totally different. And then once we were able to dissect what our differences were, especially in hot topics like this, right. social justice, you find that you agree a lot more than you disagree. And, and was- when you're being the church, it's very hard to disagree on how Jesus, you know, lived.
1: Very- like you
0: can have different approaches and whatnot, right. but at the end of the day. He pursued the least. Exactly. He pursued the lost. Yep. He pursued the lonely, and he pursued the forgotten. Absolutely. And that just so happens to be. And that's how we approach this topic. And it's topic. what
1: we're com- honestly commanded to do.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Well, hey, it's eight thirty, and so thank you so much for joining us tonight, <laughs> for tuning in. Uh, that flew. That was a tough conversation, a great conversation. I'm really proud of Brad. He shared his heart tonight. Um, and just to see him wrestle through some of the tension and whatnot, because like part of what we had talked about is uh, your generation has had 40 to 50 more years of baggage with this conversation. Sure. I've grown up in this conversation. And right. so for me, that's why it's like, you know. It, it doesn't hit me as, you know, passionately or triggering or whatnot. Cause I've always, you know, right. been just, in just, this atmosphere. exactly And so it, it's been cool to just see Brad and, and him continue to wrestle with different topics with me who can, you know, push him a little bit crazy sometimes. So, <laughs> but Hey, thank you for joining us in two weeks. We're going to take next week off in two weeks. We are talking about what our teens talked about a couple weeks ago. Cancel culture. Our teens talked about it. You're not making it. it any easier, are no, you? No, <laughs> we're gonna keep getting we're gonna keep getting heavier and heavier. Uh, but great stuff. Our teens talked about it in their Gen Gen Z podcast through the lens, and we thought it would be cool to have a millennial and a boomer perspective as well. And so, join us October 14th, I believe it is, um, in person or not in person. That's church. Online only. <laughs> don't show up here. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hey, we thanks don't for want a tuning live in. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. We hope yeah, you have absolutely. a great rest of your night. See you next time. See everybody.